Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It's a magnificent Tuesday, day two in our week of hope. Good things this week, moving forward, getting focused. Now yesterday we did some examination. Hopefully it led to you doing some more examination last night, maybe this morning over coffee on how we are made, what in our environment influences us and how our decisions have consequences. Going back to when we were little, throughout our lives, yesterday, today. Now, we did this primarily for one reason, clarity. Life isn't always just what's happening in this moment. It's the things that have led to this moment and the consequences of the decisions that we make in this moment. And being able to look at it clearly helps us move forward in positive directions. It helps us look through the fog of life. It is so easy to get caught up in the moment and you wake up and all you can think about is what's happening that day and temporal things and really relatively small things can distract us, can cause anxiety, can cause distress, and we lose perspective. So forcing ourselves to look at the things we did yesterday gives us the perspective we need to think and act clearly. Now today, we're going to talk a little bit about how we use the clarity that we find in order to gain focus and ultimately simplicity in our lives, which leads to the type of focused, clear life God wants us to live. He doesn't want us confused. He doesn't want us just in the moment of the day and in the fog of life. I'm going to start today with a passage from Ecclesiastes. It'll be familiar to you, but it's an important lesson to remember on a day like this. From Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 8. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted time to kill and a time to heal, time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Now, time is used quite a bit in those few verses. And why is it? Because how we use our time is so important. If we don't focus on our day and on these things that are important and how we are using our time and we let it get away from us, all of a sudden, we don't have time for the things that are important. We don't have time to plant, not just literal seeds, but plant the seeds in life that lead to healing and love and meaning and purpose. 
seeds we plant with our kids, seeds we plant with our neighbors, seeds we plant at church, seeds we plant in ourselves. We need time to heal. We need time to weep, to laugh, to mourn, to dance. Now, what I hope you learned from yesterday was, was this. We get distracted. See, when you look back on your life, what you find is a lot of distraction. We follow things that are temporal, and we don't spend nearly enough time on the most important parts of life. See, what I want you to learn from examining your life yesterday is how most of us need to get focused and simplify our lives in order to fulfill what God created us to be and to do. One, we get distracted by completely superficial things and things far in our past that are years away from us, yet they still influence us. TV, what others think about us. Magazine covers. You know, one minute we got a a pure thought in our head and the next minute we're in the checkout line of a grocery store we see a magazine cover and it distracts us. Maybe it's gossip. Maybe it's a pretty girl, pretty guy. Who knows? That's life. All too often, just when we're about on the right track, we get distracted by superficial things or things in our past. You know, marriage is kind of that way. You know, one, one minute, you're in a conversation and you're in a moment and, you're, and, and, and it's love and it's look how far we've come. And then the next minute you remember something that happened 15 years ago and boom, you go off the rails. We get distracted. Secondly, we follow the temporal. We spend so much time following temporal things, things that aren't spiritual, things that aren't everlasting. We follow money, jobs that we don't like, listen to people who aren't really our friends, get caught up in politics. And when we're having those conversations, when we're following those things, we're not following the deep things. We're not spending the time that we need to be on the most important parts of life, which gets us to sort of the final point of clarity, which is understanding how you spend your time. How much time do we spend praying in church? How much time do we spend in deep conversations with family? How much time do we spend following our passions, following the gifts that God has given us and making the most of them? How do we use our time? See, focus in the simplicity that allows us to follow our gifts and to follow those things that we know to be doing keeps us from getting caught up in the temporal. It keeps us from getting distracted. You know, you just don't say, I'm not going to be distracted. You just don't say, I'm not going to look at those things. What you say to yourself is, I'm going to follow the things. I'm going to focus on the things that are important. Now, how do you do that? Well, hopefully, especially after yesterday, you can be a little bit more honest with yourself about how you spend your time, why you spend your time the way you do it, how that's developed over time, who has influenced you to spend your time the way you do. Now, you can make this pretty simple, but hopefully you put some effort into it. I want you to take the time to keep a time journal for a few days or a week and just see how you spend your time. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, what do you spend it on? If you pray, 
write it down, but put, I did it for five minutes, but just see how much time you spend, what you spend it on. You might be surprised. You know, ultimately you cannot find focus and simplicity in your life until you account for your time. You just can't do it. And time gets away for us. We sit down to pray. Maybe we haven't been as quiet as often as we need to so that when we're quiet, we're not sure what to do in our prayer. And we think we've been there for a while and spend five minutes. On the flip side of it, you want to kill some time. See that phrase, kill some time. And so you sit down. What do you do to kill time? You watch TV or something. And you, and you sit down to kill some time in front of the TV and you think you're only going to be there a few minutes. And the next thing you know, two programs have gone by and two hours are out of your day. And if you don't account for that on a daily basis, you don't even understand how that adds up. I mean, think about it. Think if you do that every day. And, and you're like probably the average person. Your prayer is maybe five minutes or zero, and, and your TV's two or three hours. Well, by the end of the week, if you kept track of that, you're talking 14 to 20 hours of TV and, what, 30 minutes of prayer total? That'll wake you up to how you're spending your time, how much time you spend in deep conversations with your family. Not, you know, what you got to do next and, you know, coordinating schedules, but deep conversations with the people that you love about life, what's going on in the world, each other. How was your day? And then you just listen for 15 minutes. But finding hope, finding purpose, living in it requires us to account for our time. And you cannot truly find focus on what you need to be focused on and the simplicity to follow through with it until you account for your time. I'm going to end the verse from Ephesians right to the point. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. <laughs> You will never run out of distractions. You will never run out of things that want you to use your time unwisely. You have to constantly be telling yourself, how am I utilizing my time today? What am I spending it on? You want your five minutes of prayer a day to become an hour a day. You want your two hours of television today to become 10 minutes. You want your 10 minutes of passing by your loved ones coordinating where you're going to go next to become an hour of deep conversation. You want who knows how much time flipping on the phone, looking at mindless things to picking up your Bible and studying it, to picking up a good book and getting lost in a good place, not a place that wants to make money off you because you hit the screen like a chimpanzee, but you get the picture. Make the best use of the time because the days are evil. And I don't say that like, oh, today is especially evil. The world does not want you focused on what is important. It wants you focused on what will benefit it. Your time, your money. So you, one, you got to be honest about how you've spent your time, decisions you've made in your life, what has influenced you, like we did yesterday. Then you need to account for your time, and you need to commit yourself to the focus and simplicity that will allow you to make the most of it. And that is day two in our week of hope. And tomorrow we'll discuss a few things you could be doing with your time that maybe you're not. 
among other things, as we continue our week of hope. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings and keep your eyes on the things that matter. Bye. Homework for the day, keep track of your time, how you spending it. If anything, just do it this evening. How you spending your time? Do it tomorrow until you hear the next podcast. Account for every minute. What are you doing? What are you looking at? Where are you going? How are you killing time? How are you utilizing time? And until next time, <laughs> I'm your host, Silawan. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.